Welcome to the Weekly Investment Outlook podcast from Deutsche Bank's International Private Bank, looking at the most important issues for investors in the week ahead. Hello and welcome to the CIO Weekly Investment Outlook podcast. I'm Sarah Stabler, the Deputy Head of Communications for the International Private Bank, and I'm here in Singapore talking with our APAC CIO, Stephanie Holstgen. Hi, Stephanie. How are you today? Hi, Sarah. I'm very well. How are you? Very well, very well. It's a very big day here, um, awaiting the Jackson Hole yes. meeting. Um, it, obviously, everyone is on in, on tenterhooks waiting what um, Fed Chair Jay Powell will say, uh, and we won't know that until till later. Um, but what are your sort of – it will set the tone for the week ahead. So what are you expecting? What's your – Yeah, yeah. The key for markets is uh, is whether Powell will push back against the view of of an easing cycle in 2023 and, uh, and guide towards a higher terminal rate or if he keeps optionality. So from where I uh, stand, I think it's most probably too early for central banks to claim victory on their fight uh, against inflation. And, uh, and there's a probability of a hawkish mes- message that then could push yields and the dollar um, uh, further back up. But uh, yes, and it sets the tone, but it isn't it isn't all that we will have to digest uh, uh, coming into the week ahead. So there's a couple of things that, uh, you know, will give us more clarity as well. So the first thing to look out for uh, are the early estimates of U.S. Uh, August manufacturing activity. The ISM is coming out. And I think that's especially interesting after recent weakness in the purchasing manager indices. But uh, the bigger focus, of course, is towards the end of the week when the labor market report um, is being released. And it's interesting because consensus is now uh, expecting the non-farm payroll gains to slow quite a lot. You know, we're, we're coming from a July 528,000 number, and now we're looking at around 300,000. And then, of course, a display of weaker average hourly earnings growth uh, is being looked for as well. So be interesting to reconcile also then uh, against that what we hear from the Fed and, and the reality uh, we see uh, how the economy is doing and how the labor market develops. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, speaking of data, we're expecting um, data coming out of Europe next, next week as well. So yeah. the, um, across the Atlantic, what, what do you see happening in Europe? Yeah, that's also uh, also uh, interesting because uh, you know the uh, the European Central Bank uh, is going to meet on the 8th of September. Actually, uh, a big day for you as well, from what I from what I know, <laughs> uh, but a big day for us in markets. <laughs> uh, because uh, they will obviously have to uh, um, look at a variety of data, and one of the data inputs uh, comes next week. It's the preliminary CPI for August that will be released on Wednesday. And, you know, you the continued surge in European gas prices, now it's like 50% up since the start of the month. Uh, you might well expect the headline inflation to increase further, uh, most probably to above 9% year on year. And then, um, it, you know, we will get a sense of the degree of pass-through to consumer prices uh, of those. Um, we see some EU governments already applying policy offsets uh, to deal with the impact. But again, the ECB are the ones that uh, will have to digest the data and then to decide and guide also the market um, on whether they deliver uh, another 50 basis points on 8th of September. 
Yeah, in mm. terms of in terms of uh, gas, um, just uh, as a side remark, uh, the news we already got it this week, but uh, the data actually and the the time when it's switched off uh, the gas pipeline for maintenance um, is also coming up for next week. So that's 31st of August to the 2nd of September, where um, we see some scheduled maintenance taking place. But then again, there's always this little bit of uh, nervousness as to Will it come back on? Uh, will there be another day of a delay? At what rate will it be switched on, et cetera, et cetera? So something to also keep uh, in the back of your mind. Absolutely. And, and a little closer to home, we saw some very big developments in the China technology sector this week. Um, what, what, what can you tell us about that? Yeah, well, actually, you look at uh, what technology stocks uh, are, um, are doing, um, the Chinese technology stocks, it looks like we will be, we're just heading for a second day of gains um, and closing the week like this here. Um, and this comes on the back of talks between uh, China and the U.S. that look like they can, um, the delisting of companies in New York could be avoided. So, you know, if you remember, there were some high-level uh, information that, you know, a solution has been worked on. And this week headlines uh, transpired that this is, seems to uh, take more shape. So it, um, it's been talked about an agreement that is worked on that would allow American accounting regulators to now travel to Hong Kong to inspect the audit records of Chinese companies listed in New York. And apparently, um, so these uh, Chinese companies are now uh, transferring their audit working papers and other data from mainland China to Hong Kong for this inspection to take place. And if you, you know, just to recap, uh, we were talking initially about about 200 U.S. listed Chinese companies that are facing the prospect of being delisted off American stock exchanges starting in early 2024 if the auditors cannot inspect, uh, you know, for three consecutive years. So this is a very good and positive development, and it's been carrying a positive risk sentiment here for us in the region. But, um, you know, another part is also, and um, that's also in light of some data that comes out next week, um, we had uh, some fiscal stimulus coming in. We had news this week. The State Council has readied a 19-point policy package to help keep economic operations, um, you know, up. And um, that has also um, helped the sentiment. And I hope this is a setting a better tone as we head into the week ahead because we're getting China PMI data also on Wednesday. And um, it is expected to stay in contractionary territory. Of course, you know, given that, you know, the stringent zero COVID policy hasn't really changed, hasn't really supported um, you know, the economy, um, this, the same kind of reopening themes that we play in the rest of the world, mm -hmm. including in Asia now even, right? That, exactly. So, I mean, sitting here in Singapore, we have a, we're having a very different experience and happily, um, Monday is a very good day for us. Uh, so we are seeing the very divergent sort of, um, COVID response right across the region. Would you like to, um, to the listeners about what we're looking forward to on Monday. 
Yes, yes. Uh, you keep everybody in suspense. We actually, uh, for the longest time, uh, we had a mask mandate indoors as well. And, uh, so we, we, we're dropping this on Monday. So for, for us in Singapore here now, uh, we will be in a similar position as the rest of the world. As I have experienced uh, during my European summer vacation, uh, we are only, uh, and, uh, you know, we only need to wear a mask in public transport or in a hospital setting and uh, the rest um, will be back to normal life and uh, so again as you as you just said it is very divergent here in the region um, of course we have a you're know, more of a cautious uh, cultural backdrop uh, to the behavior here but we can also see other parts like for instance Japan um, is something that uh, comes to mind they have also this week um, given news that they will be allowing uh, more tourists in going forward a different quota and less stringent testing requirements uh, a while ago we already had Hong Kong uh, dropping a bit of their uh, quarantine requirements and now here in Singapore now we're going uh, really almost back to normal uh, like the rest of the world, so um, yes, it is. It's it's very different picture it, it's um, across the region, and absolutely. it's very exciting. Yes, it, I look forward to Monday. Absolutely, that, yeah. that's right. Because food and travel are so important to to us all in Asia. So um, it's really great to great to see a little bit more uh, normalcy. Uh, exactly. So, you know, we continue to sort of wait to see what happens um, out of Jackson Hole, but um, it was lovely to speak to you as always and wishing you a, a very good week ahead. Thanks very much. In Europe, Middle East and Africa, as well as in Asia Pacific, this material is considered marketing material, but this is not the case in the US. No assurance can be given that any forecast or target can be achieved. Forecasts are based on assumptions, estimates, opinions and hypothetical models which may prove to be incorrect. Past performance is not indicative of future returns. Performance refers to a nominal value based on price gains, losses, and does not take into account inflation. Inflation will have a negative impact on the purchasing power of this nominal monetary value. Depending on the current level of inflation, this may lead to a real loss in value, even if the nominal performance of the investment is positive. Investments come with risk. The value of an investment can fall as well as rise, and you might not get back the amount originally invested at any point in time. Your capital may be at risk. The services described in this podcast are provided by Deutsche Bank AG or by its subsidiaries and or affiliates in accordance with appropriate local legislation and regulation. Deutsche Bank AG is subject to comprehensive supervision by the European Central Bank, ECB, by Germany's Federal Financial Supervisory Authority, BaFin, and by Germany's Central Bank, Deutsche Bundesbank. Brokerage services in the United States are offered through Deutsche Bank Securities Incorporated, a broker-dealer and registered investment advisor which conducts investment banking and securities activities in the United States. Deutsche Bank Securities Incorporated is a member of FINRA, NYSE and SIPC. Lending and banking services in the United States are offered through Deutsche Bank Trust Company Americas, member FDIC and other members of the Deutsche Bank Group. The products, services, information and or materials referred to within this podcast may not be available for residents of certain jurisdictions. Copyright 2022 Deutsche Bank AG and or its subsidiaries. All rights reserved. This podcast may not be used, reproduced, copied or modified without the written consent of Deutsche Bank AG.